Welcome to Life Talk, a series of thought-provoking podcasts specifically developed to thoroughly enrapture, dynamically expand, and potentially enrich your life by challenging your heart. And now, here's Craig. You know, we look at the world around us, and a lot of us don't like what we're seeing in the world around us. And, uh, you know, I, I share some of those concerns with you, as I'm sure you have concerns as well. And so while I think we need to be concerned with what we see transpiring in our nation and, and transpiring globally, I think we need to move past concern and ask, okay, what's our role in this? And one of the things that I, I think about when I ask, well, what is our role, is understanding that by the fact we're living our lives and how we're living our lives, all of us are sending a message. Do we realize that in the world that we are a message? Somehow we think we can impact the world, but by simply living our lives, we are a message. And by the living of those lives, we are sending a message. And our message is more powerful than I think we understand. And so what I would have you think about it really is that the nature of our humanity is such that we thirst for connectivity. We as human beings, we are, we are desperate for relationship. We are, we're really enlivened by the sharing of souls and, and just kind of the energy that that brings to us. We, we are transformed when an, another life dares to connect with us in those places within us that are raw and wounded. We, we, don't, we don't live in isolation, nor were we made to. And, and to think that we do live in isolation is to ignore the undeniable connectivity that occurs when one human being brushes up against the soul of another. And, and in the intimacy born of these soulful connections, barriers that, that we have that are birthed of class, or barriers that are constructed by the fear that we have, or barriers that are reinforced by prejudice, or barriers that are caused by the differences of cultural or philosophical differences, when two people connect, all of those can be breached. And in the breaching, if we can breach that, lives that we thought are unreachable can be utterly transformed. So in that connectivity between two human beings, now regardless of whether that is a brief connection or an elongated one, look, there's a convergence that carries with it, a, a transfer that, that has sufficient power to shape the person with which we're connecting. No life, no life that touches another goes untouched. No exchange between two human beings is sterile. No interaction between two people has so much space that nothing is conveyed in the interaction. That doesn't happen. When we touch a life, we shape a life. I want to say that again. When we touch a life, when you and I touch a life, we in the touching shape that life. Now sometimes that shaping is ever so slight and it leaves a change that is nearly imperceptible. And that other times, that change is utterly life-altering. It can redirect a life, and it can place that life on an entirely different trajectory. So I want you to think about this. To whatever degree it happens, when you touch a life or I touch a life, we shape a life in the touching every time. And when we shape a life, we've begun this really remarkable process of transforming a culture. Now, to do that, to touch a life, 
we've got to place aside our fear. I have found that one of the central obstacles to connecting deeply with another human being, or even connecting a lot of times more superficially, is fear. And too often our fear is based on, and our fear is fed by some element of prejudice, or some misunderstanding, or some sort of preconceived bias. What we do is we we really quickly categorize and we quantify people and we put them in some sort of box that defines who they are. And in defining who they are, we can then determine the degree of threat that they present or the risk that we would incur in engaging them. And so we have to put aside fear, put aside the prejudices, the misunderstandings, and the biases and realize this is another human being. We would likewise be wise to remember that in in touching a life, and I mean really touching it, we touch that life for the entirety of that life. Immense changes and truly massive shifts are most often the result of one simple event, just, just one, that altered the entire direction of a life at a single point in that life. It's that really that slight bump, or it's that that really solitary moment, or that that one phrase that you say, or that simple gesture you make to that other person, or really that one sacrificial act that bumps a life in degrees either large or small, and because you bump them, it sets everything else after it off on an entirely different direction. And therefore, if we think about it, to change a life doesn't demand that we in, invest a ton of time and a ton of energy, although that's, that is truly meaningful and it's very worthwhile, but rather to change a life can often mean nothing other than intersecting that life for really just the briefest of moments. Because when one person touches another or one soul touches another, really it's not the length of the exchange, but it's simply the fact that the exchange took place. Look, I'd also suggest we remember that a life changed does not go on to live out the remainder of its life in some sort of isolation. A life changed, a life that is truly changed, will itself change others just by virtue of the fact that it touches others. And such change creates this mounting momentum of humanity being transformed that is, is going to build on itself until nothing can stand against it and no power can hope to contain it. And if that change is really good, deeply good, if it, that change is is inherently thoughtful, if that change is really seized by hope and emboldened by hope, if that change is embraced by kindness, if that change is marked by integrity and it's firmly grounded in this uncompromising morality, if the change within us embraces those dynamics, look, we can begin to set this culture on a trajectory that is likewise pristinely good, that is likewise inherently thoughtful. We can create a culture that is seized by hope. We can create communities that are embraced by kindness. We can create a world that's marked by integrity and firmly grounded by an uncompromising morality. It can be done. And in ushering, ushering in change of this sort, institutions and legislation and military power, the writing of platitudes and the wealth that we counted on to change the world for us will instead be changed by us. And I can think of a few things that are are more powerful and more meaningful. Look, a momentum of this magnitude begins with a single instance where one person, just one, 
touches the life of another person in ways that are gracious, in ways that are sacrificial, and in ways that are meaningful. To transform a culture, we, we don't transform institutions. It's not going to work. Legislation won't transform. Military power isn't going to transform. Platitudes won't transform. Wealth is certainly not going to transform. Military power won't transform. As I've said, none of that. Rather, we transform the world by doing what? By transforming ourselves in order to transform people. And while we may not have access to institutions or the pending of legislation or military power or the writing of platitudes or wealth, Every single one of us, every one of us, has access to people. And if each one of us touches one person each day, we don't need to worry about the state of the culture because in those actions themselves, we're dynamically and even radically transforming the state of the culture itself. And who wouldn't give everything to be a part of that? Who wouldn't give everything to transform the very things that we're concerned about? And so the transformation begins with us because, as I've said in many other podcasts, change begins with us. So look inside yourself and ask yourself, what do you need to transform? And then in the transforming, reach out and touch those lives because in your transforming and in touching the lives of another, you are perpetuating that transforming. And if we all do that in ways that are good, in ways that are thoughtful, in ways that are hopeful in ways that are embraced by kindness and marked by integrity and and grounded in an uncompromising morality, we can change this culture in ways we hadn't imagined. So I would encourage you to do that today and every day, and let's begin the process of changing the world around us. Thank you for joining us for Life Talk. For further information or additional resources, please visit www.craiglpc.com.